we're giving you 30 mil. You put the product in the ad. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you get all those people, you fuck. But if you don't put that can in the ad, I swear I'll burn this place to the ground. <laughs> And hello, and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane W. Brennan, joined, as always, by Aaron Chalk. Whoop, whoop. Aaron, how are Whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, pleasure. Pleasure to be back. Back at it. Back in the saddle, Shane. How are we? Great. I am great, thank you. Great. Um, another little free gaff episode here. Um <laughs> We're just knocking them out at the minute. Just uh, we've just so many ads we want to talk about. Well, genuinely know? though, like when we, we get guests and you know you have a run of guests, guests the good ads don't stop coming just because we have great guests. Uh, so they build up. So you kind of been been taking note of them and and it's great to get a, a free gap <clears> so I get to to share them. Our with, inbox with gets full with people sending. Uh, like we get we get like we, people get those rejection mails being like sorry this person's inbox is full um, <laughs> uh, you know this person the phone, has too many ads to look at <laughs> too many ads to look at please try again next month um yeah no genuinely it's uh it's good to kind of go through a couple of these uh these hit it and quit it ones so let's go straight into it what is your first ad okay my ad is um my ad's a, a recent ad that was launched on World Alzheimer's Day by Alzheimer's Research UK. So I think we'll just go straight in and watch it and then we'll chat after. And so it was that the cruel dragon was no more. And the prince and princess could be together forever, happily ever after. Except this wasn't the happily ever after we all know. For the prince had been struck by an invisible force far more powerful than the dragon. Bit by bit, it robbed him of his charm and wit. Constantly playing cruel tricks, trapping him inside a world he could no longer comprehend. Alas, though brave and resilient, the torment of paranoia and confusion completely overwhelmed him. Turning her beloved Prince Charming into a stranger she no longer recognized. And even though there was little left of the man who once rescued her, she would spend the rest of their years desperately trying to rescue him. so much to talk about in the actual creation of that ad in terms of the style and everything but the reason the reason they've uh, launched that out um it was, it was done by a, a creative uh, agency above and beyond 
who did a, a fantastic job but the the underlying problem that um alzheimer's research uk have is the lack of understanding within the general pu- public about mm-hmm. the condition uh, of dementia and its actual effects so while well, they they state that there's new drugs that are having very positive signs and in, in early stages it's not there yet and they need more public awareness and support to be able to drive on that research to to push through with those cures um so they created this to transform the public's understanding uh, to speed up that progress and and to have a body of research that kind of underpins the lack of understanding because mm-hmm. it's like the biggest stat in it was 49% of people didn't realize that dementia one of the effects of dementia is memory loss um so like there's there's 22% couldn't even name any any uh, effect that dementia has on 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 a person living with the condition so there is a real lack of understanding yeah, of Jesus. what dementia is which i found surprising i thought it was kind of common knowledge but obviously, mm. obviously not. Um, so, yeah, they've created that wonderful Disney-style animation piece um, with with the ending that uh, knocks you over the head like a sledgehammer. Yeah, like, for me, I found this interesting one because um, I'm interested in Alzheimer's in general and curing that as a problem. Um, as, as you know, we've tried to do a bit of work on it. Um but I think, like once you see it in any guise, once you you're, you're close enough to it in in any shape, you're kind of like, oh, okay. You you kind of get sight of it, and I think, like for me, it's the most terrifying thing in the world. Yeah, couldn't agree like, more. It's scarier than anything. Um, so it kind of it for me, it's always it it always strikes me as one of those things. I see it with my son when he sees something scary on TV, he can't look away. So for me, it's kind of like it's such a it's such a scary thing that I'm interested in what it is out of the fear of it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, <clears throat> with research, there could be a cure, which would be unbelievable. Um, but it, what I found interesting about this was the juxtaposition between the story and visually bringing that to life with animation. Even down to a um, sound design perspective, it was pretty. Um, it was pretty accurate, hmm. um, and then bringing it into the real life. Yeah, it's really powerful. I saw it when it came out. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a great campaign. It's a great way to rethink it and to try and educate the masses on on what's going on. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and you have um, obviously the powerhouse that is Olivia Coleman. Yeah. As the voiceover, um, and she was she she backed it with gusto and fairness for the the entire campaign. So yeah, it's the launching on World Alzheimer's Day is obviously a perfect time she, to launch something like she, that. She, I think, does she have? She must have some experience with Alzheimer's because is uh, she not in the daughter in that Anthony Hopkins movie as well? She said, uh, well, she spoke about why she kind of jumped into the campaign, and she said her mother is a carer for for many years, and she's seen her care for a lot of people with dementia so she's kind of seen up close the effect it has with people but I don't believe there's someone in her immediate circle well she is the daughter in the film Father The Father that Anthony Hopkins I think he, did he get nominated did he win the Oscar I don't know I've never seen that oh really 2020 it was in the height of the the pandemic won, it won two Oscars yeah no it's a it's a very it's a very impressive piece of filmmaking 
um, yeah, he won the Oscar. She got nominated. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, you should watch it if you get a chance. You should watch it. Um, it also won best adapted screenplay. I think it's based on a on a book. But uh, yeah, so that's why she's. I feel she's connected. Obviously, Olivia Coleman as well. I just, I just love her. She's just great. She, do you know what? She's a bit like we talk an awful lot about like um, like Childish Gambino and Ryan Reynolds and this kind of Renaissance approach to stuff. She has a Renaissance approach to stuff. She is like she is like them. She is everywhere. Peep like, show. <laughs> she's peep show. She's hot fuzz. She's uh just fucking throws her hat in the ring for the bear. Like she's, yeah, she's great in the bear. She's that great was a in the bear. Cameo. So like, she's. She's great. And she does a bit of voiceover work for different things. And you just feel like there's no air of her trying to protect her brand. She's just kind of doing what she's doing. And there's a real authenticity to that. That like, And to lend such gravitas, like even this, to lend such gravitas to such an important, um, important cause, which that makes sense that her mother, she'd seen her mother care for people, hence why she was probably able to play the daughter so well in The Father, mm. if she has had some some experience of of um witnessing it um is she is she in broadchurch as well is she pregnant in broadchurch or is that a different actor i think that's a different actor yeah but um, then then like she everyone loves her and then she plays a complete bitch in fleabag that everyone hates yeah, she's like she fleabag does it so well. well yeah i don't know if she's in broadchurch maybe she is hold on I remember we all watched Broadchurch in the apartment. Just season one. She is in Broadchurch. She's a cop. Yeah. I don't think she's... Yeah. She's not pregnant, though, I don't think. Is she? She is in Broadchurch, yeah. Um, But no, she's unbelievable. But, like, look at this. Like, she's in Broadchurch, and then she's in Thomas and Friends. Here comes the steam team. Like, let's dance. She's in a short in 2018. Watership Down. She's in the Lemiz TV, like Fleabag, then the father, like she's she's in the Simpsons, the Crown, like she's the just crown, class. About the fucking crown. She's just class, like, and then she does. Oh, they're after coming out with a TV movie, Superworm, from Julia Donaldson. She's in that as well. I may watch that. Well, Oscar. Um, uh, but no, yeah, so she's pregnant in the Night Manager. She's in the Night Manager. I never actually saw that. Oh, great, great little uh, yeah, miniseries. Turn it on. Um, we digress. Um, but that, yeah, that campaign, I believe, or the movie's called, I see on the IMDb here, called Change the Ending. Um, it's uh, it's really good. It's really, um, really impressive, really powerful. And, like, if you're thinking even, like, and I know I talk about this a lot, like, the, the digital life of these things and the thumbnail. I remember when this came up on my feed, because of the animation stuff, Stand I engaged. Yeah. Before I even knew what I was engaging in, so that's probably that's on purpose as well. I'd say, definitely you know, on purpose. I think to accessible. Yeah, because it looks like it could be the start of a John Lewis ad. Yeah, you know, and that's going to get mass appeal. So fair play to them. Creative agency. What was the creative agency's name again? Uh, above and beyond. Agency above and beyond. Yeah, who went above and beyond? I hope. I hope. Um, no, great campaign. Very important cause. Um, Tip of the hat. Yeah, very important. Okay, great. Now mine's going to seem so shallow. Frivolous. After, shouldn't have let you go first. Shouldn't have let you go first. 
you given you given your platform over to an important cause and a great piece of work. Uh, it um, reminds me of what Shane, um, what's the the shooting teacher Shane, uh, Bizgood? What's his? And he uh, he's a shoot he's a clay <coughs> pigeon shooting. Uh, oh, oh, in Ballin Hinch. Yes, uh, he runs it at Ballin Hinch, and uh, when he was asking, you know, who's going up first. And he, he stopped us all and he said, if ever you have the opportunity, you always go first. You put the pressure on. <laughs> and I remember when we were there, I went first. <laughs> there was no um, pressure. Yeah, there was so much pressure. Pigeons are still flying. So much. We don't kill actual pigeons. <laughs> um, don't uh, don't make people think that. <laughs> Peter will be after us. Again. But uh, yeah, mine is going to be... Um, Super shallow and probably and that's why I picked it. I've actually picked it because I'd forgotten about it as an ad. It feels like the most epically superficial, impressively superficial ad that I'd forgotten about. Um, It's three minutes long, so I so apologize to everyone involved. I could not find the 30 second cut down. Um, But this is Pepsi's 2004 Epic. We will rock you. Let's go. Roll it.
So, there is the spectacle of how to burn money in 2004. <laughs> that was a lot. There's a lot, right? Do you that remember that campaign? That was, I do, but that's it's weird to watch it now. Like this is these are nuts like that they got these off the ground like. So, I just want to give you some context. Like, this is 04. Britney comes out with Toxic in 04. Beyonce went solo in 03 with with Dangerous Love. Pink had just come out with um Try This album with the hit song Trouble. Enrique Iglesias, I don't fucking know. He was doing something, but he was it's dead. Enrique. He was going out with Anna Kornikova from 2001. That was the <laughs> what Enrique was up to. Um and they very well like like the production quality in that ad is akin to the movie Gladiator. Like it is nuts. I, um I and they had to pay for the rights of it. we will rock you. <laughs> <laughs> like three of the like, biggest pops four of the biggest pop stars of in the, the time. world. Yeah. Um like it just I, I thought about it. I, I came across it and I went, Oh yeah, I remember this. And then I saw it and I was like, Holy fuck <laughs> Like um I was trying to find more information about it. Like obviously That's all being there was, from the internet. <laughs> yeah, there's not really much. Like really what I wanted to know budget. like this someone you talk know about budget like, for that. symbols. I wanna know fucking budget. Um but I couldn't really find much. There was an awful lot of kind of bullshit that people were talking about it. Um, but I want to find budget. I'm still going to just it, have a look felt, there. You talk about like, what you thought. It felt like most of that ad was... Oh, I have the budget. De- most of that ad was devised in an LA nightclub at 2 a.m. on some napkins. And they literally, the music exciting. was just playing while they had a bottle of Grey Goose in front of them. They were like, Britney, we'll do Britney, we'll do... Um, yeah, we will rock you. There's a they say can in that kick the can. What if we had? <laughs> and at the end, Pink shouts can it when she's throwing it. <laughs> so the budget now, okay, I don't know guess. if this includes media or not. Okay, I'm gonna say seventy mil. It was a Super Bowl ad, by the way. Seventy mil. Um, no less. Two thousand four. So this See, this is the problem with guessing it now. Go on, what was the budget? Well, what this says is estimated to cost the most expensive. So the commercial, which is filmed, it was filmed in the Roman Colosseum, by the way. The actual Colosseum? Yeah, the actual Colosseum. <laughs> um, was the most expensive to date and estimated to cost $30 million. I think that's production. That's a lot of cans. You look at the names there now. That's not media. That's not media. I think that's just pure production, 30 mil. Like, say, like, the pop stars are getting 2.5 each. So that's 10 mil straight off the top for talent. Then you're going to get a producer who's probably getting, uh, a music producer who's probably getting a mil to do a We Will Rock You to record it with all of them. So you've you've spent 11 million before you've, you've one storyboard put to put down yeah for sure uh hold on i'm just doing a thing now i'm looking up oh my god okay so i wanted to take the year and that production budget and i wanted to look up the oscars and was there dramas made that were in similar budget 
that these people fucking wasted on Pepsi, right? So, um, so the 76th Academy Awards, um, best actor went to Sean Penn for Mystic River. The budget of Mystic River, 30 million. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a hard year to fuck around with. Uh, what else we got? Monster with Charlize Theron. Whoa, only 1.5 million for Monster. That's nuts. Yeah, okay. It's impressive. That's been 30 minutes. That, and that's what it was. Like, that year as well, that's the year Return of the King won everything. So there was, the movies were big. You know what I mean? You were competing mm. against big movies. Um, But yeah, that felt, just when I saw that and I remembered it and I was like, this is insane. This is an insane ad. And I love it for the spectacle of it what is, it is. It is so early noughties. It is but like to get all those musicians in and not use one of their songs is even impre- more impressive. But that's probably why they couldn't. They couldn't just pick one song over another. No, no, right, I know Brittany, that. You're but... singing Beyonce's song here now or vice versa. And it's I love the way Enrique didn't say one word. No, that's true. During the entire thing. Yeah, it's... Uh... But yeah, it just, you know, guys, if you, yeah, if you, if you were listening, it's Beyonce, Britney, Pink, and Enrique Iglesias being gladiators, singing "We Will Rock You," and Enrique is the emperor, and eventually he gets all drinking, I think, and they're all drinking Pepsi. That's it. Pepsi. That's it. That's what the uh, that's what the ad for three minutes was. Super Bowl spot thirty million dollars. The Pepsi looks so out of place because it's a modern thing in an ancient world. Yeah, I think now now they would have done a kind of something maybe that was designed slightly more akin to the environment. It's it's pretty nuts. Yeah, that was a big thing back then though. They were like, just put the can in the ad. Yeah, product. Yeah, but we want to do that. Doesn't I can imagine some art director. We're giving you thirty like, minutes. That doesn't make you sense. You put the product in the ad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we let you get all those people. You fuck. But if you don't put the can in the ad, I swear I'll burn this place to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that was Fair just what, Fair pleasure. Yeah, Fair pleasure. just a blast from the past, and that's it when, really is. That's when ads weren't ads; they were ads. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know um, the, the the world was coming to a massive crash? Ads like that. Financial crash. Yeah, there's a few ads like that floating around yeah. the place in there. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, they're the the two for this week. Um, if you were listening and you want to go watch them, uh, as I said last week, Google it or go to workwithfoe.ie forward slash podcast, and you'll be able to see everything and the back catalog all there as well. Um. Other than that, if you're listening, give us a like, give us a comment, do all that nice things, tell someone about the podcast, DM us if you have an ad you want us to talk about it, um, or if you even have a guest you think we should get on, reach out, tell us, yeah. um, and we go from there. Um, okay, that's it for another week. Until next time. Lovely hurling.